0: Persistent prayer. Hmm. Any ideas what we're talking about today? Lunch? No, 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 nah, not lunch. <laughs> uh, you know, prayer is something, isn't it? And uh, I have some interesting prayers. Here. We're going to talk about persistent prayer today. We're going to look at Luke 18, 1 through 8. And then a couple of others: Matthew seven seven and Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. As we go through this, you know, kids love to pray. I, you know, I, I love seeing Naomi saying, "Can I say prayer?" <laughs> let, me, let me tell you a few you know you know things that uh, kids have said. You know, some of the great children prayers. It says, "Dear God, please send a new baby for mommy. The new baby you sent last week cries too much." Or how about, dear God, who did you make smarter, boys or girls? My brother and I need to know. (laughs) Or, dear God, how many angels are there in heaven? I would really like to know and be the first kid in my class to know the answer to that. Okay. Okay. Dear God, thank you for the nice day today. You even fooled the weatherman. (laughs) Yeah. Dear God, I need a raise in my allowance, so could you please send an angel to tell my dad that? Thank you, he did say thank you. <laughs> or, dear God, this is my prayer. Could you please give my brother some brains? So far he doesn't have any. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so interesting things that we pray for sometimes, aren't they? <laughs> so anyway. Good morning, church, right? Good morning. morning. So, you know, we can make prayer so interesting, can't we, sometimes? However, you know, prayer is such an important part of our faith, our real faith inside of us that we talked about last week. Remember we talked about faith? And prayer is a big part of that. And Jesus encourages us to pray more like the widow in Luke 18 who was patient and precise and persistent, always trusting in God's judgment. That's so important. Friends, let's go to the Lord together in prayer, can we? Lord, today, please teach us to be patient and precise and persistent in our prayer life, Lord. Let us never give in to our own will, but follow you. May we always seek your wisdom and your judgment in everything that we are looking for, Father, in this life. And know that you are the creator of it all. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, amen. So, my dear friends, we have a very important message today about one of the fundamental aspects of the Christian faith and as you probably can tell you know we're going to be talking about prayer like I said we all know that prayer is an important part of our faith right that's a given right huh everybody's kind of like uh I don't know okay thank you (laughs) in fact a lot of us will commit to pray for all sorts of things right we pray for all kinds of things but how many of us really follow through with prayer? How many of you follow through with that prayer? How many can really just simply lose, however, lose our drive to pray? Or sometimes we just forget altogether, don't we? I mean, I've been there myself. I've done that. I got so busy with things I have to do, and a lot of you know I've been running here and there. Just in the last six months, you know, I've been to Alaska and Texas, two of the biggest states, you know, that we have, right? And, uh, and, and it's hard sometimes to get back on that focus, but it's so important. And, and God shows us these things that uh, we, we get tired and sometimes we just simply don't want to pray anymore. But we got to talk to God, friends. We got to talk to him and let him talk to us. And if some of that sounds kind of like your prayer life too, well, then maybe we're all here today. The reason we're all here today is that we're in a good place to talk about this. Our passage today, the parable of the persistent widow, gives us really another look at prayer. And we can learn basically just how amazing being patient and precise and persistent in our prayers can really be. It means a lot. You see, patience isn't something that many of us are very good at, is it? Some of us kind of struggle with being patient with things. You know, we're so accustomed to getting what we want, when we want it, and how we want it sometimes. You know, just like, you know, Burger King's slogan, have it your way. Okay, well, unfortunately, that slogan (laughs) is not the slogan of the kingdom of God. Nor is it something that you'd hear Jesus encourage his disciples with. Not a bit. It's a struggle. Instead, we get parables and teachings like the persistent widow that show us a better way, a better way to get to know God and what his purposes are. And it's a more difficult way at times, that's for sure, but in the end, what we have to realize and what we have to look to is that it, 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 it's the way of Jesus. And isn't that really what we're after, after all? Isn't that what we're after, Jesus' way? So, be patient. Be patient. Luke 18, 1-3 says... Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, in a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect man. And there was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him, saying, give me legal protection from my opponent." Now, here we're kind of introduced to the characters of this story in this parable. A judge who neither feared God or or cared about what people thought. That's what we're looking at. And, And a widow who's seeking justice. And we're also told from the beginning that the purpose or point of this parable, he says right up front, Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and never give up. That's what he's telling us, friends. So with those things in our mind, the next things we learn is that the widow is patient in her pursuit of justice, isn't she? In verse 3, we learn that she kept coming to him with her plea. She kept coming to that judge. She wasn't about to give up, even when the order from the judge was no. She kept coming. Do you keep coming to God? Do you? Do you? It's an important point for all of us as we seek our God in prayer. It's important. And, and, and in prayer in our own lives, in, in what we're doing and what we're going through. Even if you're getting a no, you know, sometimes maybe it just means not now. Maybe it means just not now. You may have asked God for healing or provision last week or, or with no obvious answer. But does that mean you should just give up and stop asking? Does it? It reminds me of a quote about prayer. It says, I used to believe that prayer changes things. But now I know that prayer changes us and we change things. You ever thought about that? Prayer changes us. You see, change change takes time, doesn't it? And often it it takes a lot of time. I know I've been there going through some of that a lot of time stuff. A mature oak tree doesn't grow overnight, does it? (laughs) So be patient and trust that process that God has started within you and trust in him. He's transforming you and he's maturing you as he develops those thoughts in your mind and your heart. He hears every prayer that you say. And every answer, well, he answers everything. And it may be no, but it could also be, well, not yet. Not yet. Just as it was in the case of the widow who kept coming back again and again and again and asking specifically for justice from that judge. Which brings us to our point for today. We have to be persistent. We have to be precise, don't we? Remember what verse 3 said there in Luke 18? It says, there was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him saying, give me legal protection. You know, I love this point. The the, the widow just kept coming back with the same request over and over again. So what sticks out here really to me is is that so often we get tired and we get discouraged of asking, don't we? We just kind of give up. Or we bring, you know, we kind of table that and bring something else, another request of forefront there in prayer. We move from one prayer to another, and maybe we're just not being completely faithful in the process. You know, if it's truly justice that you're seeking, and truly God's tr- you know, word and his proof, be specific. If it's healing, keep asking for Healing. If it's a restored or redeemed marriage, don't get discouraged. If it's the salvation of your family, a lot of us have been here. Don't throw in the towel just because it's been 5, 10, or even 15 years. Don't quit. Keep praying. but Keep coming back over and over again and again. In regards to salvation specifically, listen to what 2 Peter 3, 8, and 9 says. But do not let this one fact escape you, your notice. Beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. And the Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness. Sometimes we think it's slow, doesn't it? But it's not for him. But as he's patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but all to come to repentance. God has a plan, friends. Do you trust him? You see, for God, time isn't the same as it is with us. We can be patient, knowing the truth, knowing this truth. But we also need to keep being precise, keep praying for those kids that you have that need saving. Keep praying for the problems that you're facing. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 tells us, this is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. Friends, (laughs) we know that he hears our prayers. He does. He hears each and every prayer. And we know that he answers according to his will, not according to ours. With this truth in mind, we can be bold, though, in our persistence, our patience, Specifically in our requests. So be persistent. Don't give up. Don't give up. As I mentioned earlier, we've been told from the very beginning what this parable is about. And the lesson here that, I want, that Jesus has for his disciples, and I want you to hear it. You know? Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Don't give up keep praying. Ask. you know. Yeah, you know he, he must have known we'd be easily discouraged, right? He knows us. He knows we get discouraged. We get frustrated. <laughs> this isn't the only time in Scripture that, that is encouraging to us to be persistent and consistent in our pursuit of God. Keep going. Matthew 7, 7 and 8 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened, right? For everyone who asks, receives, and everyone who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, it will be opened. Huh. Do you keep after it? And this is just another picture of persistence in our life from Jesus. Ask, seek, and knock. You know, he says, for everyone, who seeks, or for everyone who asks, they receive. The one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks the door will be opened. However, you may not receive exactly what you were thinking you should receive, or what you wanted, did you? You might not find exactly what you were seeking, and the door might not open up exactly to the answers that you were hoping for. But the point is, God does respond, and He responds in your prayer for your good, because He knows what's good for you. Here's another encouragement from Jeremiah 29 13. You will seek Me and find Me when you search Me with all your heart. All your heart. This one's important, friends. So important. You will find Me when you seek Me with all your heart. How many times have we been told God knows your heart, right? That's where He's looking. Not only does God respond to prayer, but He's after your devotion and your intention. He sees your heart and He knows what you need, He knows what's best for us. So here's the rest of that parable verses 4 through 8. For a while he was unwilling, but afterward he said to himself, even though I do not fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. (laughs) And the Lord said, hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now, will not God bring about justice for his elect who cry to him day and night? Then will he delay long over them? I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly, in his time quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on this earth? Will he? Jesus compares this unjust judge to the ultimate judge in heaven. And he says to his disciples, Will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Even a non-believing, unjust, secular judge responds to patience, precision, and persistence. How much more will our Heavenly Father respond to the same? How much greater is the interest of our Savior in the affairs of all of our lives. He cares about you. And he's listening and he is responding, even if it's not on the timeline that we think or in the ways we want. He's responding. We have to have faith and continue praying as well as trusting in him always even in the darkness of, uh, of these present days that we seem to be living in. Trust him. He's listening. We must never give up or be discouraged. Our joy is in him. As we wrap up the time here today, in Luke 18, one through eight, it's important that we also touch on the very last thing Jesus said there in verse 8. He says, I, will t- I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? On one hand, it kind of seems like disconnected from the rest of the parable, doesn't it? That Jesus suddenly asks, will there be faith on the earth when the Son of Man returns? But on the other hand, if you really stop and think about it, it makes perfect sense. It's likely Jesus is wrapping up the parable by reminding his disciples here and us that God will be faithful to bring about answered prayer, justice, redemption, and everything else he's promised by the time the Son comes. He will fulfill it all. However, friends, will he truly find faith on earth? Will he? Will he find us living in faith, trusting in him? I hope so. Will he find a people pressing into prayer and worship and fellowship together? Will there? Another way to think about this final verse is to say, really, God will do his part. He will. Will we do ours? Will you? Will you do yours? Will we remain faithful until his return? Sometimes it can be tough. And that's the challenge that we face today as well. Will we trust the words of Jesus from this parable today? Will we remain patient and precise and persistent in our prayers? I'm sure there's folks here today, or someone maybe that you know, <laughs> who needs encouragement to continue praying and not to give up. And I'm sure, you know, there are those that, who've experienced the pain of unanswered prayer in their lives. Have you? Huh! It's so important for us to emphasize to all those that God has heard them, and that He loves you. He loves them. That's His priority. He loves you, and that even if they cannot see the results they were hoping for, He's still at work on your behalf. Yes, he He's at work. Do you trust him? All he wants is for good. Today, we were coming over here and Naomi was telling us, "Okay, describe God, you know? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) But that's just it. He's always that he loves us so much. He's the creator and he is the king. Right, Naomi? She's not listening. He's the creator and he's the king. So, And he loves you more than you can ever imagine. Ever. And, and, and I'm going to ask you this morning. I, I, I'm not real good at this, but... If you're feeling a struggle with this, if you're needing God to really be there with you, and you're struggling in your prayer... As we sing this closing song, I'm going to ask Scott to come up and I'm going to ask Miguel to come up too. And if you feel, come forward and we'll pray with you. And we can hopefully get you set off on the right track. I just pray that you will listen to him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we just uh, thank you, Lord, that we can trust in you, that you love us so much that even though you correct us in so many things, in so many ways, that you wait patiently for us to move your direction and to open our eyes to you. May our hearts be open this day. May our prayers be persistent, looking to you for our answers, Father, and not this world around us. Help us, Father, to know you and to see you. And we pray this in the hearts of all those that are here. In Jesus' precious name, amen. He is the beginning and the end. Trust in that as you go forward this week. Live for him. And uh, I, I just pray that each one of your hearts are there.